All right, so um, there are two things that a lot of guys have been asking. Uh, number one, when are we doing part two to the email series? That's been a big one. So, Mitch Hashem, um, I, I know the guys, some, a lot of the guys told me at least that they enjoyed it. So, uh, Mitch Hashem, I'd like to continue that. I guess it depends on how many emails come in and how interesting they are or juicy. Uh, number two, um, uh, some people have been asking me about, about the app that we keep on mentioning. So I don't even know how to advertise the. I don't even. Know, you guys probably know better how to advertise the app than me, right? Just go to the app store, whatever that means, on whatever phone you have, and you get download the app. It's got my name on it. It's pretty simple, and you get the app. Okay, so um, I want to start a brand new topic. It's extremely exciting. I'm actually very excited for today's topic. I'm very, very excited. It's a very, very exciting topic. It's a very practical one. It's very lamaisa. It's very, very nogea to every single one of us. And it's halacha that, you know, kind of, we don't sort of sit and learn these things. I don't know why. But I think it's kedai to learn. We'll spend a few days and we'll learn this halacha. And I think it's going to give us a lot of uh, understanding into some of the things that we do. You know, somebody called me up. He's getting married soon. It's Hashem you know, with the whole situation. And he rented an apartment for after his chasana. And the uh, apartment had a mezuzah. They went to check the mezuzah. I mean, they took the mezuzah to check. And they found out that it's, it's kosher. It's kosher. Now the question is, you know, is that good enough? Or does he need a better one? And I said to him, tell me something. How much money are you going to spend on your insurance policy for your house? With the alarm system and the locks and everything else. Ah, it's a lot of money when you add up the insurance, when you add up the, you know, the whole situation that they inquire you to put bars or to put locks and double locks and whatever it is. It comes out to be a lot of money. I told him a mezuzah is way more chashev than that. The mezuzah is the shoma of your bias. It is the safeguard of your entire household, but it goes even further than that. And I want to speak, if you don't mind, a few days to talk about Hilchas Mezuzah, right? It's just an interesting topic. It's very exciting, very practical, and I hope to show you live examples as well. Um, you know, we're going to have to, I guess, pick up the computer and just, like, move it around the house and just sort of, maybe we'll go onto the street and find some interesting archways and all sorts of interesting things. You know, we'll try, we'll figure out how to make it as practical as possible. Maybe have some pictures, but it's extremely, extremely exciting. It's very, very interesting. All the Halachas of Mezuzah. So we know... That we talk about mezuzah at least at least twice, if not three times a day. What am I talking about? No, I said, what am I talking about? We talk about mezuzah. Oh, very good. Excellent. Krishna. We say it three times a day. We say it, but how many of us actually have a clue what we're talking about and what it means, how relevant it is, and how to keep the alochas. So the Pasik is very clear Pasuk. Write mezuzahs, put them on your doors. Okay? That is the Pasuk in the Torah. It's a Pasuk in Kriyashima, which the Shulchan Aruch Paskins in Yeridev Simen Reish Pehei. That's the Locha Lemaisa. And I'll quote you the Loshan of Shulchan Aruch, because it's actually very, very interesting. Because the Loshan of the Shulchan Aruch, which is basically coming from the Pasuk, which is afterwards Paskin by the Rambam and the Rosh, and the Shulchan Aruch over here in Yeridev Simen Reish Pehei, Mitzvahs asay, lichtoiv parshas shema, vahoya im shemaya. Just in case you had no idea, by the way, what was written inside the mezuzah. Right, you see the shin. You have no idea what's written inside. So this is exactly what it is. Mitzvahs asay, lichtoiv parshas shema, vahoya im shemaya, velikvazam on mezuzahs ha pesach, and you should put it on the the mezuzah of the Pesach. It's interesting. It's called a mezuzah. It's actually, you know, a doorpost. That's what we put it on. But the way the Shulchan Aruch brings it is the way the 
Torah tells us, which is the mitzvah is to write. Mitzvah say lichtoiv. Interesting, it doesn't say to put up a mezuzah, it does afterwards, but first it is actually to write. So it says the Das Kedoshim, the Shulchan doesn't mean that you actually have to write the mezuzah. It's like tefillin. Get it from someone else to write it for you. However, the, however, this is important to know, the Das Kedoshim does bring down, this is Negei Be'ez Hashem, you guys are going to get married. You're going to get married, you're going to get engaged, and you're going to get married. That's what happens afterwards, right? Now, you're going to have to get a house, whether you buy a house, whether you build a house, whether you rent a house. This is going to be a shayla. Says the Das Kedoshim, there's a Midas Hasidus for a person to instruct someone to write a mezuzah for him. So he's your shliach, so it's as if you wrote it. Makayim, the Loshon of Shulchan Aruch, and then you put it up. Okay, so that's what the uh, Das Kedoshim brings down. But again, Halacha Lemaisa, even though the Shulchan Aruch does his mitzvah, say Lichtoiv, but it just means get someone to write it. Now I want to tell you a couple of interesting things over here. There's a Toysvus in Shabbos Tav Kuf Lamed Aleph. Which is also Yushami Megillah, which is also a Chinuch, which is also Rogachov and Safnas Paneach. That is for every moment that the mezuzah is on your door, you get a mitzvah. Now, we'll have to, I'm going to give you a couple of proofs for that. Uh, give me a moment. Be'ez Hashem, we'll talk about that. Now, there's a lot of different shilas. A lot of different shilas. For example, right? Avi's right now in the office. In the office. Mustama, your office, I don't know exactly who you're working for. But let, let's say you were working for a guy. Let's say you're working for a guy. I think you're not, because I think we've discussed this before. But let's say you're working for a guy. you need to put up a zuzah in your office? What if, for example, you open up a business together with a guy? Do you have to put a mezuzah there? Should you? Are you allowed to? What about if you move apartments? Can you take the mezuzah with you? You know, you buy a very expensive one because you want a choshev insurance policy for your house, but then you move apartments. Are you allowed to now move the mezuzah? Can you take off the mezuzah to check it? Can you check it yourself? I'm actually going to teach you how to check the mezuzah yourself. It's going to save yourself a lot of heartache, and it's a kavaldagir soit. Right? You have to kiss the mezuzah every time. Forget about corona. That's all different child. That's kiss, not kiss when it comes to corona. But without corona. Right? You have to kiss the mezuzah. When, when is it? When is it? Nagea? On which doors? You have a machsan. Right? Here in Israel, you have a machsan. Downstairs. Right? You, you guys know the yeshiva machsan. Right? Do you have to... I'm going to get in trouble now. Ooh. Okay, let, let's leave out the machsan question right now, theoretically. But if you've got a garage, right? Or a garage. Do you need... Does it need a mezuzah? Right? Or you go to a hotel. You go to a hotel. You have to put a mezuzah on the hotel door. You're sleeping there. It's your house right now. What if you're renting an Airbnb? Do you need to put up a mezuzah? I mean, these are all serious shilas that Be'ez Hashem are going to try to get to as much as we can without spending too much time because there's so much to get to. But I do want to mention as well a Gavaldi Yisait that you have to understand the Pasuk says in Kriyashima and we say this all the time Leman Yirbu Yemechem Vimei Venechem What does that mean? What do, what do those words mean? You say it in Krishma. What does that mean? So you should lengthen your life. Rabbi Isai, you want a scholar? Everybody wants scholars, come on. We love scholars. Give me a scholar for every simon and shulchan I'll keep the whole lot. Scholar for marriage, scholar for a good marriage, because that's two different things. There's one to get married, and there's also a separate sugya called a good marriage. That's a whole, that's the Wednesday night share. But he's Hashem. But I'll call upon him. There's all sorts of scholars. This Rabbi Isai is a posuk in the Torah that says, if you want a long life, mezuzah. Okay, you don't need to go, no Rebbers, no Kvorim, no Tzadikim, even though going today is Kvaldik, but he, he have a, have a direct, direct scholar from the Rabbi Nishlanim. 
You want to live a long life, you and your children? Mezuzah. Now, what does mezuzah mean? To buy it, to put it up, to keep it, to know it? You've got, you got to know that logos. Now, the Shulchanach brings this. It's very unusual, by the way, that Shulchanach brings like skula de kenyonim. Shulchanach says, V'tzorich lizorbe mo'oid. Hmm, that's already, that's already uh, some kind of, you know, revelation that the Shulchan Aruch holds that this is a very chosh of a mitzvah. V'chol ha'zorbo yarichu yomov v'imei bonov. There we are. Where's the Shulchan Aruch getting this from? The Shulchan Aruch is getting this from the Bible, Rabbi Itzai. The Torah says, keep mezuzah, you have a long life. Your children will have a long life. Isn't that gewaldic? There it is. And often a scholar. I'll tell you something else. We'll flip the coin for a moment. We'll say this a bit quieter. If you're not careful, the life becomes shorter. That if you follow mezuzah and you're careful in mezuzah, whatever that means, we've got a lot to discuss. You've got to know where to put the mezuzah. You've got to know how to pass the mezuzah. You've got to know to check it. There's so much to do. But the shulchanach, it's a, it's an olive base. You go into a house, is there a mezuzah there? How do you walk into a door without a mezuzah? We're going to have to discuss that. But the Shulchan tells us it's very, very, very important for a person to be careful in these halachas that we are mentioning at this moment of time. And not only that, I will continue and tell you something else as well, that the Shulchan tells us if you have a mezuzah, it protects you. Right? It's a, it's a, it's a very important thing. Which is why the Taz over here brings down why the Tor wrote down G'dayla Mizu, right? Because living life, more than this, is actually protects you. So actually having a mezuzah and being careful in the midst of a mezuzah will actually protect you. Let's take it a step further. Famous Gemara in Shabbat, Tavchov Gimel on the base, where the Gemara says, if a person is careful of mezuzah, Zoycha Ledira No, Rabbi you want to make sure you want to make sure that you have a decent apartment. You want to make sure that you have a decent house. Here it is, If you're careful of mezuzah, you will get a nice house, right? So the Marashal says it's a harogel, whatever different curses and in the Rishonim and Achoyim exactly what that means. But uh, that's what it is. Just to a dimanaf, a person is careful in mezuzah. There's a gemara in Menachas. Mem Gilam base, where the Gemara says that if a person has and is careful in the inyonim of mezuzah, no averis. Can you imagine? No averis. There's a mezuzah that's protecting you. It's watching. It's, it's unbelievable. Guys, if you stay tuned for this series, I'm going to even show you something very interesting about mezuzah, which applies very much to that. You know, uh, I remember... A guy came to me once after I gave this series of Shurim on Mezuzah. This is probably going back at least four years. It's not even five. I don't remember. I gave a Sheikh for Chassidim on uh, the Nyanim of Mezuzah. guy comes up to me and says, you should know exactly. So, Mom, it's true what you're saying. I, I, I saw it with my own eyes. He told me on Maiseh Shehoya. He said he had, he rented a office, like within a bunch of offices, right? I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, you know. Uh, for example, in Lakewood, I'd be myself to many of these sort of like big, hush of a fancy buildings in Lakewood. You understand why I was there. And, um, and, and, and everyone has their own office and everyone has their own section, whatever. So this guy rented a section in the office and he told me there was a fire one day. And the fire consumed all of the other offices on the floor except for his. It was the only office with a mezuzah. That could be the other ones were going, whatever it was. But he told me he saw it with his own eyes that being careful for mezuzah is an absolute shmira. Now again, people, you know, I'm, I'm looking right now, right? Aaron, you've got bars behind you. 
you've got bars behind you. So I don't know exactly in South Africa what you're worried about so much. Put up a mezuzah, and that's it. Finished. That's cabalding. In fact, somebody recently asked me this, Shaila. He says to me, I don't know if I'm allowed to spend more money. Right? I recently got an email about this. I don't know if I'm allowed to spend more money on locks and, and, and alarms and all these sorts of things. If I have a mezuzah, so I'm chayseh by a if I had real emun in the Rebbeinu Shalom, and Chazal tell us, well, no, Chazal, the Pasuk in the Torah tells us that you live a long life, you and your children, so just put up a mezuzah. Now, that doesn't mean you have to buy the cheapest mezuzah around. It's probably Kedai to buy a chosh of a mezuzah. I told this fellow getting married, it's Kedai to buy an, an even more mehud mezuzah. Because at the end of the day, this is your shmira. What we all know, right? I don't think anybody here right now is listening that doesn't know a story about someone they know or a story that they heard of someone that we should never know who went through an illness or a bad situation checked the mezuzahs bang they found there was a missing yud or they found there's epi something on the vov you know it wasn't a hundred they found epi something with the mezuzah what does that mean what, what does that tell you that tells you that the olive base to be shmira to be you know, corona we don't want corona coming into our house what do you do right what do you do so this is it you make sure your mezuzah is correct that's the biggest shmira that's all you need that is the shmirah that helps you for everything. Now the question we have to ask ourselves is what's pshat in the mitzvah? What, 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 what is this business of putting a mezuzah? What, what's the pshat in it? So of course we're not darsh and you know, uh, time at the craw, but just a little bit of an understanding. We always say when we, when we learn a new halacha, we like to learn, the Rebunshan wants us to understand as much as we can about the mitzvah. My riot to that is the chinuch. You look at the chinuch, right? The milchas chinuch, he goes through taimei ha-mitzvahs. What's taimei ha-mitzvahs? The tam, the taste. What's a taste of a mitzvah? When you eat a steak, when you eat a steak, hoodie, you eat that geschmack, a thick steak. It's geschmack, no? What's the ikka? The taste or the fact that it went down the hatch? It went down the hatch. Now, the, the, the taste is kavaldic. You have to have the right amount of pepper. You have to know how much salt to put on. You have to know how rare to... There's a lot of nyonim of how to make the steak in South Africa, exactly all the different nyonim, right? But at the end of the day... It, it, it's about eating it, not about the taste. The taste is just adds to the flavor. The taste of a mitzvah is not why we do the mitzvah, but it's geschmack to understand it. The Rambam says this, the Vilnagoyin, the Chosmila, and others as well. So the Rambam writes, and there's a Rambam in Mezuzah. I don't know how many people know this, by the way. Do you guys know that there's a Mesechta's Mezuzah? That'd be a great Mesechta. Well, oh, no, which Mesechta are you learning this, this man in Yeshiva? We're learning Mesechta's Mezuzah. Huh? Sorry? What yeshiva do you go to? What are you guys, crazy? Mesechtas Mezuzah. You know, Rabbi Chaim Gnieski wrote a parish on Mesechtas Mezuzah. Maybe I'll bleed neither. I'll try to show it to you. I have it right over there. But I'll show it to you. Bli neither. So, um, where was I? So the uh, Rambam, Hilchas Mezuzah Perek Vav, which is also a Ramban as well, in Tariag Mitzvah, there's a Yavitz, a Kitzah Shulchanor, the Chinuch, Mitzvah Tov Chov Gimel, that says to remember the Rabbi Nishlelem. Now that's a Gavalda Gazach. Think about it. The whole Yisoyed of the Mezuzah, and we've got a lot of halachas to cover, but the Yisoyed of the Mezuzah is just posher to remember the Rabbani Shlalem. That's a Gavaldiga mitzvah. That's a chosh of a mitzvah. Because we all know the very first Be'er Halacha in Simon Aleph in Erechaim, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Tomit, right? To always put the Rabbani Shlalem in front of you, to always have the Rabbani Shlalem in your, in your machshavas, in your thoughts, in your image, everything. The Mezuzah, this is what, this is what does it. This is Shavit Shuva. Right, Rabbeinu Yonah. Shavit Shuvah writes, Kabbalus O Malchus Shemaim. It's Kavaldic. We're dealing with something incredible over here. Now, the Torah brings down at the end of Reish Behei that Avada, all of these rewards that we just said, by the way, this should not be your Kavana when you're Mekayim the Mitzvah. You're Mekayim the Mitzvah 
because the Rabbanishom said so. But Agav, it's Gishmak to know a lot of the Inyonim and the rewards that are, just to tell you, uh, an interesting Raya. How do we know that you get a mitzvah for every second that you put a mezuzah on your door? Because the Gemara in Menachas, Daf Mem Gimel Amad Beis, tells us, Chaviv in Yisrael, Hogavaldigakal Yisrael, Shesivum HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'mitzvahs. The Rabbanishom surrounded them with mitzvahs. Tfilin, Tzitzis, Mezuzah. Tfilin, we wear that. It's, we, it's mamish on us. It's wrapped on It's tied to us. Tzitzis. We wear it. And mezuzah. It's on our houses. It's protecting us. Just like the tefillin. Just like the tzitzis. Just like the mezuzah. And that's the riot that they bring. Says Rob Kanievsky. At the end of Mesechta's tefillin. That uh, the key of mitzvah is every moment. Just like when you wear tefillin, says Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky Shlita, you are Makaim and Mitzvah every moment that tefillin are on. We all know that. Our people are rushing to take. It's unbelievable. You ever saw this? And maybe you guys didn't see it because you haven't gone into shul yet, so maybe you just forgot what it is to be inside a shul. There are people that rush to take off their tefillin as soon as they can. I'm not talking about sometimes a person needs to. Maybe he needs the bathroom. His, his, his body's not clean. Maybe he's got a meeting. Maybe he's got to take the kids to school. You know, obviously we're down the kafshchus, but there are people out there, I'm sure, that they're just rushing to take it off. You know, every minute, noch a mitzvah, noch a mitzvah, noch a mitzvah. No, when it comes to mezuzah, it's the same thing. Says Rokhain Kanievsky, every moment the mezuzah is on your door, you make a mitzvah. That's Kavaldik. Um, Toysvus, in Babakama Nunvava Mavis. Toysvus, when he discusses the sugi of Oisik B'mitzvah, Potamina Mitzvah, says the Iru Mishieshla Tfinna Barosha, Vetzitzis, Babigdu, Mezuzah, Bepischai, Yepotamin Mitzvah, Hashem? Wow. Says Tosfus that you're telling me that if a guy's got his tefillin on all day and he's wearing his tzitzis on all day and he's got a mezuzah on his door all day, so he should be potter for mitzvahs? So he, you see from there, okay, that's a sugyon oisig mitzvah, potter men mitzvah. But you see from Tosfus, Baba Kaman and Vovama base, that Tosfus is learning that, yeah, the, every moment that the, the, the mezuzah is on your door is a mitzvah. There's a Yushalmi at the end of Masechtus Megillah where he brings one sheet of that mezuzah comes before tefillin. Because mezuzah is noig on Shabbos and Yontif. Says Reb Chaim, his medayik, so Reb Chaim Brisk, his medayik from here, from this Rishalmi, Mesoy Pesachtos Megillah, that every second it's Nagea. That's why mezuzah comes first, the Fisam Shittas, before Tefillin and before mezuzahs. One more thing, Rabbi, so we can go on and on. But there's a Mogan of Rome in Simon Chof Aleph and Chaim, when the Mogan of Rome brings an Arizal. Which talks about if a person goes to sleep with a talus cotton, right? Which is a different shaila, whether a person should sleep with sitsis, not sleep with sitsis, and not with Mr. Burr brings it, Bashem Rizal, whatever it is. What's the raya? So the Gemara brings by Dovid Amelech. Now Dovid Amelech went, went into the base Amerchats, he went into the bathhouse, the mikvah, and he said, Ani Orum Minha Mitzvahs, right? I'm naked from mitzvahs, I don't have any mitzvahs. Why not at night? Says that Rizal because he wore talus cotton. Says the Mogan Avom, it's no raya. Because even at night he's got a mezuzah, so he's mekayim every moment. And therefore we see from the Mogan Avom that putting a mezuzah on your door, a person is mekayim every single moment. So that's a gavaldiga gavaldiga yesoid that a person has to realize. That is a very, very important thing. Now let me discuss one last uh, halacha for today. And then tomorrow, Be'ezer Shem, we're going to start with the... And I have to tell you, I'm very excited about this because, I, 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 you know... 
when, when, when people ask you Shilas, so sometimes, you know, you sit at home and they call you, like, emails, whatever. These are interesting Shilas. Can you come to my house and, you know, tell us what to do about the mezuzah? So I've actually done this numerous times. I've gone to people's houses, brand new houses, old houses, and told people with my tape measure, I go with my notes on my tape measure, and off we go, and we measure everything, and it depends if you've got an archway there, and it depends if you've got one door connecting to another door. I, I must tell you, Right. Sometimes you don't chop things. Do you know how many people put their mezuzahs on the wrong place? Push at the wrong place. Push at the wrong place. Last week, someone sent me a picture. Someone, someone emailed me a picture of his brother-in-law, Epis. He's not watching today, but he's normally here. Of his brother-in-law that put up a mezuzah, and he was fire. He was going to make a whole mechor, because it, it was completely, it looked like it was totally wrong. Now, like, what is he doing? And I told him, it's okay, there's a Gemara Menachas that says like him, and it's fine. But it, it's very exciting. Once you learn Hilchus mezuzah, it changes the way you walk around. Because until now, you walk around, it's a big problem, by the way, when you walk around on the street, because you can't look down, because, you know, we can't look up because you've got Shemir nine problems, right? Obviously, right? If you can't walk on the street looking that way, that's ridiculous. You can't look down because if you look down, you're going to find all the lost items and then you're going to have to do Hashavah every 20 minutes as well. So you're totally stuck. I don't know exactly how you walk on the street. It's a big problem. But this way, we have an Eitzah. You look towards the houses and you do Chazor of Hilchus Mezuzah every time you go because you're going to notice. It's incredible. It's like when you learn your idea of Kuf Pei You know what I'm talking about, right? You learn the halachas of a haircut. All of a sudden, you will look at people and be like, hold on a minute. Is that kosher? You know? It's like I remember I walked into somebody's house once and I saw his, um, like, the ladles. You know, it has, like, its magnetic piece behind the, um, behind the gas stove. Yeah? And the magnetic piece holds all his ladles there. And I'm like, is that, is that, is that okay? And he's, he says to me, do you, do you see a shulchan here? Like, when you look at the kitchen, like, you just see the shulchan here. And it's true. And you, once, you, once you become sensitive to these things, you'll find amazing things. So this is a great way of doing hazara of all the things, because there's a lot of exciting things that we're coming up with. But I want to mention one last thing. Very, very important, Alokha. I want to talk about the Indian. And again, I know we're, we're over time. No, we're not over. Um, no, we're fine. Kissing the mezuzah. Kissing the mezuzah. Okay? It's a very interesting. People, most people have no clue. Ask a guy. Why, why do you kiss the mezuzah? I don't know. I don't know. It's like a lot of things in life. Why are you doing that? I don't know. You're meant to do that, right? People just go with the crowd. Stop going with the crowd! Understand what you're doing in life, Rabbi Sai. Come on! You're better than that. Understand why you do what you do. That's what we're doing over here, Rabbi Sai. There's a Mordecai Dalke Moshe. Dalke Moshe, who's the Ramal, in Simon Reish Pehei in Yeridea, brings, as he normally does, who? A Maril! The Maril Rishon says that if a person wants to go out, this is the, by the way, this is the come up the first Makar of Rishon. If a person wants to go out of the city, when he leaves the city, right? So you're going from Brooklyn, upstate, Brooklyn, Muncie, Pennsylvania. Well, I think I'm not like a bucky, you know, all the states and cities and everything. You ever have to ask Trump these things? I don't know exactly, but I think that's pretty much on those lines. Or, okay, fine, London to Manchester, fine, Yerushalayim to Beitar. Have we covered everything? No, we haven't. Johannesburg to, I don't even know, wherever it is, to Cape Town. So, so says the Dalkimosha Bishem de Maril, you want to go out the city? When you leave the city, put your hand on the mezuzah. 
and say a few words. I'm not going to go through the whole thing now. And when you leave your house, you also put the put your hand on the mezuzah and you say certain things. I'll tell you what they, what he brings down over here. You say Hashem Yishma put your hand on the mezuzah. So the whole makar, where's the makar? The whole makar, where's the makar putting your hand on the mezuzah? Right, I mentioned to you it comes from here from a vision, but obviously you guys were screaming at me. I, I guess I didn't unmute you guys because you were screaming at me saying there's an earlier source. Where's the earlier source? No, Gemara in where the Gemara tells us an unbelievable Misa. Everybody knows the Misa. No. What's the Misa? Unklus! No. You open up your Mikroes Gedolas. You've got this very interesting parish that most people don't understand. Is that Unklus? Part of, you know. Okay. What was the story with Unklus? The story was that the king sent people to. I'm going to go to. I'm going to go very, very quickly. People sent. You know, the king sent people uh, to, 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 try to try to bring him in. And one by one. He made all the groups religious. Almost like Aisha Torah there. It's unbelievable. Every group that came in to the Tunglus, he asked them a few questions about this, that, and the other. They had no idea. He told them about the Rebbeinu Bang, they became religious. Right? Unbelievable. Payas, Shreimelech, everything. It was unreal. That was what was going on over there. The king went crazy. He brushed went crazy. So he, sold the, he sent the last group of soldiers in, <clears throat> and he told them, I'm warning you, don't talk to Unglus. He will make you religious. He's one of those fanatical people. Don't talk to him. They made a shavua. They're not going to say a word. <coughs> As they get to him, he walks them. He walks to greet them, whatever. He puts his hand on the mezuzah. And they said to him, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? They, they were worried, maybe security. I don't know, you know. He said, well, what do you mean? Explain them the whole thing of the mezuzah and everything else. <coughs> Bang! Shreimelechempeus. Right? And they stopped sending anyone after that. So really, that's the Makar. But, I, I, you know, the Makar in the Svarim of Halacha is the Da'akim Moshe B'Shem the Maril. So the Ramah says that when you leave your house, you put your hand on... It doesn't say to kiss, by the way. No, no it doesn't say to kiss. Not in the Gemara, not in the Maril, not in the, the Da'akim Moshe, the Ramah over here. It does not say to kiss the mezuzah. It says to put your hand on the mezuzah. That's it. That's all it says. Where does kissing come into it? So there's a, Ber- a Berke Yosef. The Berke Yosef brings an Arizal. Heilige, Heilige Arizal. That says, to put your Amma. What's your Amma? Put your middle finger, right? The middle finger. <coughs> Excuse me. You put the middle finger on the Shakai. The Shin Dalad Yud. That many people have on them. And we'll have to discuss this, by the way. Because people don't even realize this. There's halachas of what case you have to buy. Did you know that? There's halachas of what case for a mezuzah are you allowed to buy. So we'll talk about that. But And then you say the words, Vayim HaShem V'chulei, and the Chai Odom brings this, and Klaut Tezvav, and the Kittah Shulchan and the Yorach HaShulchan, and the Yavitz. They all say the same thing, that every time you walk in and you walk out, you should kiss the mezuzah. Says Rab Chaim Kanievsky, Lemaise, that reason only said to kiss it, um, the outermost mezuzah, and only when it's L'yaitza L'derach. Right? But as we know, it became the minig over here to people to do it. At all times, the Sefer Haredim brings down, you put them a finger on the mezuzah, what should you do? You know, people just act like a robot. You, there are people that, I don't know, what say? There are people that are robots. They walk past the door, kiss the mezuzah and kiss it. They're, but that's not the point. That's not the point. The point isn't to kiss the mezuzah. The point is to understand what is the mezuzah representing, says the Sefer Haredim. Then when you put your finger on the mezuzah, you remember the rabbi initial and Mr. Barabai. It's not you. That's what it is. So if you, if you just don't do that, it becomes a little bit of a joke. The Leket Yosha, 
brings from his Rebbe, the Truma Sadeshen, and he says over there, not to touch it. Chas v'sholim. Don't touch the mezuzah. Look at it. The Maral Diskin would only look at the mezuzah. He wouldn't touch it. If Shlomo Zalman, when Halicha Shlomo never kissed his hand, he put it on it, but he never kissed his hand. The Chazanish also didn't, but that's for a different reason. We've said this before. The Chazanish didn't kiss the mezuzah because he had no more strength. But he learned and learned and learned until he had no more strength. So if he would have had more strength to lift his hand upon the mezuzah, he kind of would have learned a couple more tosfos. So there it is. And we one last thing, Rabbi, for today, the Halicha Chasam Soifer says. He once had a bocha that he was giving smicha to. And when he saw the bocha walked into the office and didn't kiss the mezuzah, I cannot give you smicha. Right? So there are different mahalchim over here exactly. Yes to kiss, yeah, not to kiss. But whatever it is, I think the ikir over here isn't about the touching or the kissing. It's about remembering what the mezuzah represents. Remembering what we're, what, what we're trying to accomplish by that. But Hashem, tomorrow, what we're going to do is we're going to start going through the places that are chayiv and pata in a mezuzah, which is very important. And then we have to move on to the size of a mezuzah. Elevators, that's a big one, guys. That's a very important one. Um, exactly um, putting up a mezuzah, if it came off, if it fell, buying cases of a mezuzah, all of these sorts of things, and the position, obviously. And then hopefully, like I told you, we'll try to get to some pictures and halacha la Be'ezah Hashem Yisbarach. Okay.